Welcome back to the Encounter Radio Show with Bill Reeser on 99.1 FM, life-changing radio, WJMM. I'm so blessed that you've tuned in this morning on the Encounter Radio Show. Thank you for supporting us. For more information about Encounter, please go to thehopeencounter.org or email me at bill at thehopeencounter.org. Thank you so much for your prayers, your financial support. Thank you for listening uh, to this wonderful radio station. It truly is a blessing to be on the air with you. And this week I've been talking about the Christmas message and and the, for the past couple of days talking about one particular title that uh, the prophet Isaiah uh, gave us when he declared four identity titles of Jesus when he said he, w- he would be called Everlasting Wonderful Counselor a mighty God, everlasting Father, and the Prince of Peace. And we've been talking about the peace of God. And I challenged anyone listening to the show yesterday, and I'll pick it up where I left off, this Christmas. God knows how much peace you need. And the question is, will you accept this amazing gift that the world doesn't offer? And the best present that you'll find this Christmas might be to rest in his presence, where you can experience peace this Christmas. The best present you could ever receive and give away is the gift of Jesus and experience his peace. To give gifts of love, forgiveness, grace, reconciliation, and see how priceless coming home with those gifts are. I know when I came home with Jesus, my first Christmas after I got saved, it changed my family dramatically in such a miraculous way. And God restored my family. And God bless my family. It's just been wonderful to see God's peace take this angry, prideful, bitter man and settle me with this peace and heal me of everything I've ever been exposed to, everything I've ever done, everything that's been done to me. God has healed me of it all. And his peace has done it. And so let's pick up. Here's this one Christmas thought for you this morning on the Encounter Radio Show found in Luke 2.7. She, she wrapped him in cloth and placed him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. I've been wrestling with this scripture actually for over a year now. And what a snapshot that Jesus didn't come into a perfect environment. He came into a mess. He came into a chaotic situation. He came into a situation where his life was on the line, where he needed to be protected. He came in the moment he was born, uh, they were trying to kill him. Herod put a contract out on all the boys two and under trying to find uh, this baby born of God because he knew what that meant, and he was an evil man. So there's chaos. There's, uh, it's, a, it's an imperfect situation. It's, it's, it's unhealthy. Uh, and I, I think about this situation. I think about this scripture. How, how God came down to be like us so that one day we could be like him. And I think about how they were running around trying to find a place because Mary was about to give birth. And, and, and the Bible says there's no room for them in the end. No room for them at the end. And I think about how that's being played out every day. That there are hundreds of thousands of people that will die every day without opening up the inn of their heart 
to Jesus Christ because they said, there's no room for you in my heart. Every day people die not knowing Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior because they open up the door when Jesus is knocking and say, I'm sorry, I don't have any room for you in the house of my heart. I don't have any room for you to be God to me. I don't have any room for you to forgive me. I don't have any room for you to heal me. I don't have any room for you to give me a home in heaven. Every day, people die without opening up the doorpost of their home and heart to Jesus Christ so that Jesus, a gift, the greatest gift of all, the greatest Christmas story ever told, ever, ever lived, ever demonstrated, has come to take residence in the inn of our life, in our heart, in our home, and make a home in us so that we can be with him, so that we can be forgiven and we can be just like him. Friends, the hand of God has come down to you, not to punish you, but a baby, a frail hand with a willingness to put a nail through it for your sake. And I think about this, this thought where she wrapped him in cloth. He had to be wrapped. He had to be protected. He needed someone to keep him warm. He needed someone to feed him. He needed someone to nurture him. It's the same thing that Jesus wants to do with us today. Jesus wants to wrap us with the cloth of his forgiveness and declare us clean, forgiven, saved, a child of God, and one of his, a child of the king. He wants to do that for us. And he wants to take the things that, that we're wrapped with today, these ugly rags of sin and shame and guilt, past mistakes of religion and everything that keeps us bound and stuck. He goes, I want to put new garments on you. I want to give you a present of new clothes, a new identity, a new life. I want to make you a new creation. Where the old is gone, the new has come. This is Christmas. See, the hand of God, again, is, has come down to us in the form of a baby to be like us so that one day we could be like him. His affection, his heart, his love, his thoughts, his hand has come to us. That's the message of Christmas. You'll find a baby, and this will be the sign. You'll find a baby wrapped in a manger, a place where it just stunk, where there was animal dung everywhere. It reeked. It was unhealthy. It was the most messed up, chaotic situation and night you could ever imagine. And God says, that's okay, because I came to give you peace in the middle of that chaos. Think about it. Think about the story of Christmas. A baby who can think a universe into existence. He doesn't even have to speak and he can raise the dead, walk on water, calm the storms. He can feed thousands of people with just one word, yet he comes in the form of a baby. He comes as the weakest among us. You know what I believe that one of the reasons why God sent him, not as a, war, a, war, a warring angel, not as a a mighty superhuman angel being or in the form of a baby. He comes as the weakest among us. 
And I believe that by doing that, he's basically saying, I'm not offended by your weakness. And I'm not offended by your mess. And if you allow me, just like I overcame, and I had to learn to overcome these things, I want to do the same for you. And he takes residence in us. And when we open up our heart and the doorposts of our lives and our mind and, our, and make our home, our bodies, and we give it to him, that's why the Bible says, offer our bodies a living sacrifice before God, holy and pleasing. Well, then he starts feeding us with his love, forgiveness, mercy, grace, truth, compassion, peace, and kindness. I think when you see Jesus as a baby, he's saying, I don't care how weak you are. I'm not offended by your weakness. I'm not offended by all the things that have been done to you. And this is what makes this good news for all. See, the message of Christmas is not for strong people who think they got it all together. It's for those that say, without God, I'm nothing. I tried to be good. I tried to be righteous. I tried to resist temptations. And God is saying, well, let me just wrap myself in the rags of your life. And just let me be God to you. It's all he's promising. It's just let me be God to you. Let me come like you so that one day you can become just like me. I love that. You see, Jesus wrapped himself in the rags of my life. And I've never been the same. I had nothing to offer God but my heart and my life. And it's never been the same. And here we are at the end of 2023. And he comes again. And he's knocking again. And if you're listening, he's knocking on the door of your life once again. And he's asking this Christmas, do you have room for me? Will you allow me to come in? If anyone should, if, if anyone, I stand at the door and knock, he says. If anyone will allow me to come in, I'll come in. And all he's asking is, can I be God to you and in you? I don't promise to be anything but God to you. I'll forgive you. I'll save you from your sins. I'll feed you. I'll lift you up and out. I'll set you free. I'll heal you of anything that's ever been done to you. I'll lead you. See, there's no way you can go where God won't come and get you. That's the other message of Christmas, of why he came in the form of a baby into a mess so that he can heal us and set us free from the mess of our lives. You know, I was speaking to a person who was grieving the death of his brother last year who died unexpectedly. He told me that in his lowest and darkest moment of dealing with the loss of his brother, God whispered a comforting message to him. He said the Lord told him to read the following scripture. And this is what we started with the other day. It's found in Philippians 4. It says, finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. And whatever you have learned, received, or heard, or seen in me, put into practice. And here comes a great Christmas promise. And the God of peace will be with you. He then told me that's what Christmas is to him. Thinking about what is true, noble, right, pure, lovely, admirable, excellent, and praiseworthy. He said fixing his thoughts on those specific words in that passage reminded him of what the gift of Christmas is. And by doing so, it saved him from going to a real dark place. 
overwhelming peace came over that precious person by focusing and living out that one simple passage. And the scripture ends with a, with a great Christmas promise as we've been learning this week. And the God of peace will be with you. Jesus came to us not only to save us, but to be with us. Emmanuel, God with us. And Christmas opens the door for every person to experience peace with God and the peace of God. And my prayer for you this Christmas is for you to experience the peace with God, not just the peace of God, and then let that grow into perfect peace when you trust God in all situations. Friends, that peace comes when you repent of your sins and ask Jesus Christ to be your Lord and Savior. And that peace opens the door for you to experience the peace of God. And the peace of God only comes from an abiding relationship of doing what Philippians 4, 8 through 9 tells us to do. Think about the truth of Christmas and think about the truth of Jesus. And then put it into practice. That's the obedience part. And once you put it all into practice, the promise is the God of peace will be with you. Second Thessalonians 3.16 says, May the Lord of peace himself continually grant you peace in all circumstances. Now that's Christmas. And this Christmas, again, I'll, I'll close with the same way I closed the last two shows. The best gift that you could ever receive and give away this Christmas will be the gift of Jesus. So will you accept the, the gift of Jesus that he has for you that comes with peace, for forgiveness, eternity, reconciliation, and miracles? Thank you for tuning in to the Encounter Radio Show with Bill Reeser.